0: Hello boys and girls. It is finally here. September 1 has come and gone. Hunting season is back open all over the nation. We got dove season going on down here. Guys up north are already banging away at ducks and geese. It is finally, finally here. We can rest easy now. The best time of the year is here and it's going to be here for a while. So we hope that this season is the best ever and thank you so much for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. If you're still looking for that, great hunt this fall and winter look no further stanfield hunting outfitters
1: come with us www.stanfieldhunting.com got take care of you on anything you want uh waterfowl dove duck hog pheasant deer you name it we can take you up, put put you on the birds the animal whatever you want to do holler at us we got some specials i'm gonna have some october pheasant and dove specials come in 250 dollars do an afternoon dove hunt spend the night breakfast next morning do a pheasant hunt for 250 dollars and that's a four gun minimum on that hunt i can do that in september and october I've got some dates left in November, not a lot, for waterfowl hunting. I can do some duck hunt still in Texas and in Oklahoma. So anyways look us up at StanfieldHunting.com, and that's 940-658-3172. Thank you.
0: Well, you even ended with a little thank you. How nice.
1: Trying to change my ways, Andy.
0: This podcast is also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industry, the best. The best silhouettes on the market. Got the new skinny shirt. That's right. That's a good-looking T-shirt. Good-looking hashtag. They've been have they've uh, they've had that in the bag for quite a while. Um, can't say enough about Dive Bomb. They're what we use every day, seven days a week. They pass the torture test. Rain, snow, sleet, mud, whatever doesn't matter. Uh, the steak system is just the greatest. The bags they pack up. Can't say enough about them. They're kicking ass, is what they're doing. Go to DiveBombIndustries.com. Go with the numbers this year, guys. Big numbers of decoys means more birds in your bag. Dybomindustries.com. We're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells.
1: Only takes one.
0: It only takes one. They're changing the game. Bismuth is back in style. Everybody's coming out with their own bismuth line, but remember that the guys at Boss brought it to you first, and they made it better, quite frankly. All Made in America, Brandon Sarecki and the guys over there. I shouldn't say guys because Meg's over there. Kicking ass, taking names. They had a great great weekend at, f- at uh, Game Fair, so absolutely great. Uh, only takes one, like Jeff said. They're copper plating all of their BBs, holds a denser pattern, more BBs on target.
1: No shotgun shell boxes either.
0: That's right. That's right. They're just innovative. Innovative is the word. Go to BossShotShells.com or call them. You might not get off the phone with them because they can talk. They know their shit. But uh, get your shotgun shells for this year because it's coming up quickly we're also brought to you by lucky duck best spinners on the market waterproof
1: yeah you can't shoot field mallards without some spinners lucky duck's the way to go
0: and if you're shooting field mallards you know not a whole lot of water which is even better but yeah go to uh lucky duck get all of the spinners the more spinners the better like jeff said if you're hunting those field mallards or field ducks you need at least a half a dozen spinners lucky duck can hook you up lucky duck the way to go we're also brought to you by 737 the boys in oklahoma making that duck call just sweet sweet sound direct to your door no more big box stores or anything like that you go straight to them they send you a duck call the next day
1: color combos all kinds they can etch what you want on there they got logos they can put on there they'll take care of you i blow the old number one not right there should be enough for everybody else <laughs> what, what's that little Hmm, endorsed four. by Jeff That's S- right
0: 737 Duck Calls You can pick out What you want
1: Only call I've ever endorsed That's right Only <laughs> company that would Ever let me endorse Their call
0: it really, <laughs> it really is But yeah 737 DuckCalls.com And they can get it Out to you
1: Great customer service Quick fast And in a hurry All of our guys All of our sponsors folks Great customer service They'll take care of you Every one of them
0: uh, We're also brought to you By C-Lot LEDs There's no more sense There's no sense At all to set a decoy spread out in the dark. Modern technology put the put these lights everywhere. Put them on your truck, on your trailer, light it up. Turn that switch on and light that puppy up. That way you can see exactly what you're doing. No more that's you know, that's the number one cause of breaking your decoys, tripping over. Them. Turn on those lights. You're saving decoys that way. Think of it that way. Saving your investment. Seelightleds.com they're what we use.
1: Put them on your trailer, folks. There ain't nothing worse than having a bunch of guys with headlamps blinding each other. Set up on the, the trailer. They're up in the air a little bit. It shines down on like being in a football stadium.
0: And this show is also brought to you by Athlon Optics, also a U.S. made. Athlon Optics is a proud U.S. sports optic product company devoted to designing and delivering superior quality optic products and outdoor accessories at a competitive price to you, the consumer. Athlon has strong engineering design capability, strategic alliances with quality manufacturers, and a streamlined, fully integrated supply chain. Whether you're shooting prairie dogs or scouting those geese or ducks the night before, Athlon Optics has a product that you need. So go to AthlonOptics.com, get your binoculars, get your scopes. They've also got red dot sights. They got it all. If you need to look through it so you can shoot something or find something, Athlon Optics is the way to go. Last but not least, we're brought to you by William and Chris Wines. Texas wine. Good wine. I like wine. Williamandchriswines.com. You can pick whatever whatever Chris has got made at the time. You can pick it. He'll ship it to you. They're the best. I love it. Good Texas wine. Or if you're at H-E-B, Whole Foods, Central Market, any of those types of places, you can find it there. But yeah, williamandchriswines.com. Great stuff if you're a wine drinker. Even if you're not a wine drinker, it can turn you into a wine drinker. All right, on this episode of the podcast, Jeff and I, we uh, we go through, we've opened up Dove Season down here, we talk about our opening days of it, and uh, just kind of current events going on around the world, another mass shooting here in Texas, so we dive into a little bit of that, and uh, yeah, just kind of an update, and anyway, here we go.
1: Here we go. Three, two, one.
2: Uh-uh. Supposed
1: to say boom. I, boom. Let's try it I, again. Let's try it again. Okay. Your dad go three, no, two. You, you go boom. What you, do you do? Do you do three, two, yeah. one?
2: No, I wanna do. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll What about this? Uh, you you two go and then I'll say that. No, I'll just use to go.
1: Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. I'm Jeff Stanfield. I'm Andy Shaver. And I'm Lee Boy. And you're back, aren't you? Mm-hmm. From a long
0: absence. Hadn't been here in a while.
2: Yeah, it's true. Are, are,
0: you, are you excited for hunting season? Yep. How's yeah. your summer been?
2: Good. Good? I did swim a lot.
1: You swam a lot?
2: Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Good.
0: Fun stuff.
1: Now, now you're ready for hunting season. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who's the best swimmer in the family? Uh, Dad. <laughs> Do what? Your dad, dad. don't ever swim. Yes, he does. Who swims on you and you're a jungle gym and you jump off of him all the time? Uh, you. There you go.
2: But dad blew me up high, high, high one time.
1: Well, you blew out two shoulders for me throwing him. So you're, you're, my days of throwing you are over.
2: <laughs>
1: you got lead in your ass. Uh, I'll...
2: Pr- I'll
1: kick you out here. You, oh, you what? Teach you something. Oh, you'll teach me something? Okay. So, are you going to do some dove and teal hunting with us coming up?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You got a gun ready to go now? Yep. A black one, yeah. A black one. You have a black brother, too, don't you? No. Yeah. You do? What's his name? Lou. Lou. Lou's your black brother, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got another brother that's kind of tan, Jameson, yeah. right?
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of chunky, too,
1: isn't he? Mm-hmm. And he's a little fat in the butt, isn't he?
2: no, he isn't. Yeah, he but is. he's screaming a
1: lot. He screams a lot now? See, he's walking all over Every now. Every
2: time he sees us eating something, he wants some.
1: Hey, don't play with that cord. Yeah, he's a, he's an eater, isn't he?
2: Uh-huh. He eats everything that people have. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm glad you could join us today, Reese. Yep. We got dove hunters coming in tonight. How do you think the dove hunts would be the next two days? Mm, I don't know. You don't know? Well, this weekend we had a good weekend. We we messed up on our what would, yeah. would, would we both yeah. pick that we're going to be average. fair average. We were way above average, that's and for true. the and for the state average, we were way 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 yeah above that average. Mm, I don't lucky. Know
2: about that.
1: You don't know about that. the 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 birds this year in Texas, there's a dome of high pressure that's been sitting over Texas for I guess two or three weeks, and we haven't had any fronts, and the dove hunting has been very slow this year. Bottom. And we were real fortunate that we had, we were very lucky and fortunate. We had one field that held a lot of birds and it was a big field. And we hunted a bunch of people and we killed a bunch of birds.
0: Right outside of town. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the lady that uh, borders, the, she lives in a house that borders the field, was not happy.
1: She well, cussed
0: out our hunters.
1: A few expletives at them. I wonder, almost borderline hunter harassment.
0: If, uh, I, I, I think. The next group we take over there, I think we need to tell them if she gets irate to film her, and uh, I think we need to call the game warden on her.
1: I don't want to do that to our game warden. Why? <laughs> don't want if, if
0: she caresses everyone, it's not fair to our clients.
1: Well, I agree on that, but I don't think it's fair to do that to him either. I mean, yeah, to, to a degree, yes. I just <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's a fine line there.
0: I, just, I think that if she's going to continue to do this all dove season and there's a lot of dove in that field, it's one of the best places to go. I don't think it's fair to, p- to put our hunters through that.
1: We've got a few hunters I wouldn't mind putting over there and get called names, like Steve Barber. Yeah. That hurts your feelings if she cussed him out and called him a mofo?
0: No, but I don't think that any hunter should have to deal with that. I mean, it's, it's you know, we're out of city limits. It stinks that her house borders that field, but it's dove season in Texas. There's going to be a little bit of popping around going on.
1: You think she has buyer's remorse right now?
0: Because
1: uh, she just bought the probably. house. <laughs> I'm telling you what, when we drove around the field – at six o'clock in the morning, opening morning, September first, and I was placing the guys out, and I could hear the pack of dogs. It sounded like the Bumpus Hounds from Christmas Story yeah, over there. Yeah, they started raising hell. <laughs> I knew that it was going to be a long fucking morning for that dog, them dogsner. I just they they kept kept doing it. I it in the deal with the dogs barking at the guns and stuff, they're not used to that. I understand that, but. We've raised some pussy-ass dogs these days. When I was a kid, you never heard about people having to worry about sedating their dogs at the fucking Fourth of July. Facebook is flooded these days with people and their dogs. You need to think of people's pets when you're shooting fireworks and stuff. Mm -hmm. What the fuck happened to our country? Pets. Oscar lived in the backyard. Nobody fucking gave a shit. They fed him and watered him. Stop!
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it just more more of a more of America.
1: Yep, it's but what I, you're going to run into. But I knew when we come by there and all them dogs were there barking that we could that we would be that we would be noticing that. Yeah, that, that she was going to be raised. I just knew it was going to happen as soon as as soon as them dogs started barking. I knew it was going to be deal. But we had a great weekend as a, compared to the average person in this country. We had a really good, good, good good weekend very blessed on it and look forward to another good weekend of hunting
0: hopefully and i saw the forecast next week we got a little system moving in so
1: oh god bless you Are you serious I mean, what it's gonna day be low 90s
0: wednesday with some rain so we'll see
1: reese you want to go in the other room watch tv in the office tony can put it on tom and jerry for you Well, if you want to, Tony's right there. He can go put it on Tom and Jerry for you. I ain't trying to run you off. I don't care, but you obviously are getting bored. Thank you, Reese, for being on again with us. That's a lucky kid. And
0: then there he goes.
1: Four years old, getting to be raised at the hunting lodge. Life can't get no better than that.
0: Hmm. Zeke's four-year-old would probably be a little bit better off.
1: Zeke's Zeke's kid won't be no love more than he is well no but and get to do stuff with dad as much as he does money wise stuff yeah zeke's zeke's he's back Zeke's kids will probably be able to be able to have a few more items than you can have mm-hmm. what how much money did his contract get
0: uh over a hundred million guaranteed no not all of it. I don't know the specifics it's six years ninety million with signing bonuses and stuff I don't know he is a rich fella now. Lots of cheddar.
1: He still. Jerry a, gave in. He's still a thuggy fucker. Jerry gave in. I was. I was actually. I was surprised by that part of the deal. I. I, I mean. I. Jerry's a smart guy. He's a whole lot better businessman than I'll ever be. But I don't understand why. You pay a guy before you have to pay him. Yeah. You had the leverage on him. You didn't have to give him nothing. If he'd have sat out all year the next year you'd have had him for the same amount of money again. You could franchise him. Now, since I drafted him in our league, I was damn glad. And that's given me quite a problem because I hate the Cowboys. Uh, I would rather lose our fantasy league and the Cowboys go 0-16. Hmm. I would.
0: Well, 0-16 is not going to happen. For no,
1: them. no, not at all. I think Dallas is going to end up being 11-5, 10-6. I they'll, think make, so too. they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl, and I don't think they went. I think the Eagles won the division, but the Cowboys have got a good team. There's no doubt about it. But it's going to be hard for me because I hate them so much to root for them. I had Tony Romo about six years ago in the league, and God, it sucked for me having to root for him to do good. Yeah. So I'm hoping Zeke will carry the ball down to the two, and then Dak will throw an interception, and then Zeke will get the ball and run down to the two again and throw an interception.
0: You need touchdowns.
1: I don't care. I don't. It's just hard for me to root for them at all. But I am so ready for season. Get start off tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, and that really sucks because we got to be out here.
1: Well, I'm sorry. Oh, horrible. We got, we got TV here.
0: Yeah, but it's cracked, and i got a big nice one at home. My chair's at the house.
1: All right, you'll watch it right here. I know I'll watch it We're right here. We're not grilling so we can watch it. i, I tell mean, you what, you can go home too and watch a game. You don't even have to be out here. I just told you, you can leave that night. You you can be here in the morning, and you don't have to be here that night. I'll cover you for night, and you cover for me in the morning. Deal? There you go.
0: What right. uh, What hey, are we having that night?
1: Uh, we're having roast one night, and t- tonight we're having steak fajitas. So, tomorrow night we're having roast.
0: Tomorrow night is roast?
1: Yep. If you're going to miss roast. Hmm. You'll catch that 47 times during waterfowl season. Yep. So, Andy's going to cover for me in the morning. I'm going to cover for him at night since they're 16.
0: There's only 16 people?
1: For the next two days, there is. Really? Yeah. Oh. This I'll weekend, eat. we're busy as hell. Mm-hmm. Reese, what do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I'll talk about Dove Season. You want to talk about Dove Season? Well, tell me what you want to tell us. What about Dove Season? Well,
2: I like uh, shooting a lot because, you know, shooting, we get weight and stuff for birds.
1: They were right behind your house, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: How, how was life this weekend? Your mom was gone and left your dad for the second time in about three months by himself running solo with y'all. How'd it go?
2: Not good.
1: It didn't go good? Why did it not go good?
2: Because mom left.
1: Well, I know she left. No, She didn't leave for good, folks. She went on vacation. She didn't leave, Andy. Mm-hmm. But how she how was it?
2: did not leave.
1: Yeah. Was it fun, though?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Did dad feed you good?
2: Uh Yeah, and... He um, let me watch something.
1: We watch um, movies every night. Yeah, yeah. Do you not get to do that when your mom's there? No. So it was more fun with your dad there. Well,
2: Fridays, just Fridays.
1: Just Fridays, you get to watch movies. Mhm. So was it more fun with just your dad there?
2: Mhm. Because I go watch movies all night Sunday <laughs> and Friday.
1: So if if you had to pick, if mom or dad go out of town, who would you rather have go out of town, dad or mom?
2: Dad, so no, I mean mom. You'd like
1: so dad gives you more freedoms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't eat the don't eat the microphone there, son. So you had a good time. Did dad cook for y'all? Mhm. He did a pretty good job of cooking. Yep. Now I'm betting your mom had some meals made for y'all before she left.
2: Yeah.
1: Did she? Mhm. Yeah, I figured that. Jesse's yeah, pretty good at that. Yeah,
2: yeah, she's pretty good at that and cooking.
1: Yeah. So 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 your dad stayed up, let you stay up late. Mhm. Well, that's good then. So. Does do me, you and Dad get to take a guy's vacation next? Mm, I don't know. You don't know? Maybe we can go somewhere like up north into end October and go hunting for a couple of days. Guy trip. Yeah, yeah. You good with that? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay.
0: All right, Reese, now we're gonna talk. So you just okay. sit there, okay? Okay. Yeah, dove see our duck season. Yeah, ducks are everywhere right now. We got ducks here right now. Lots of teal.
1: Till season opens in 12 days.
0: Next weekend. So that ought to crank off pretty good.
1: It's hard to believe as many ducks as we have, as hot as it is here. Yeah. Have you heard any reports out of Canada yet on how the hunting has been?
0: No, i just seen on Instagram. Looks like everybody's beating them up. Anybody that's open right now is having, looks like they're having pretty good success. Still early, though, so, you know, I don't get the argument uh, how guys talk about how tough early season is you're shooting birds with eggshell on their head who says
1: hunting early season's hard
0: ah you just see it
1: bullshit really sometimes yeah i think if you find birds it'll be pretty damn simple yep i mean i know it's never as easy as it seems like when you're watching it on a a phone or a video or whatever but i just i can't believe that anything up there's hard if you can find the birds
0: yeah that's the hardest part is finding the birds i think once you get the birds it's just let it rip
1: and that's another
0: thing. Here's a PSA. And I don't, if if you if I follow you and I see, and you do this cell phone video, and I watch it, and you drop your damn phone when the shooting starts, I'm unfollowing you. Are
1: we back on that again now? Yes. Is that already starting to happen, Indy?
0: Oh, <laughs> <coughs> uh, they'll they'll get me in for 45 seconds of this. Most of the time, horrible calling. And then, uh, you know, the best time is when they start shooting, and then, oh, they drop their phone. So,
1: so you're making fun of people's calling and their video skills. No. You said mostly horrible calling. A lot of times it is. Well, that's making fun of it. Um,
0: agree to disagree. But if, if, if you drop it
1: on the money shot, then that's it. I'm unfollowing you. I saw uh, somebody that we both know, and I'm trying to think who it was is it was, in Canada. And they're talking about how dry it is where they are. Yeah. And I can't remember who it was, but they were scouting, and they said it's tough right now because it's it's been very, very dry where they're at. Yeah, so the whole I'm,
0: prairie pothole region was dry this summer.
1: That's going to change a lot of that Canadian hunting, I bet you. Could. I bet the places that have birds have a ton of birds now then.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looks like everybody's off to a hot start. Um, I can't wait for season to start here. we got teal season starting, and we'll be next weekend. And then uh be off to the races.
1: Yeah, it goes fast. Dove season goes by real fast. Every weekend we're busy from here on all the way up until March, basically. We're going to March. Uh, Nebraska, Stanfield County, Nebraska, we're going to run some hunts. We're going to do about 12 days in November, December, the last, very last day in November, November 30th, December 1st to, de- to December 12th, and we're going to run the last two weeks of January. If you want on them days, are three-day hunts. I'm not booking a day here and a day there. It's a three-morning, two-afternoon hunt. And that's three mornings of goose hunting and two afternoons of field duck hunting. It ought to be just primo shooting and a lot of fun. So if you want in on that, you need to call me or text me. Uh, Another big mass shooting. I just do not, I don't understand the evil that goes in these people's hearts.
0: Evidently, you did not watch that video that I told you to watch. Which one? From Jordan Peterson.
1: No, I haven't. What's it say? What's it about? It
0: explains it all, Jeff. He explains the mindset. You got to go watch it. He can explain it better than I can. This guy here had called the
1: FBI hotline 15 times. And they blew him off. I don't know what happened. That somewhere missed a deal. But, I mean, he got pulled over by a cop. Pulls out a rifle. Starts shooting at him. Just, I just don't. I understand some motherfucker snapping and killing his wife who's pissed him off. Mm-hmm. Or someone that fired him or something. I don't agree with it, but I see where some people get mad and frustrated. But to just randomly go into a place and just start shooting random people down the street, I don't get that.
0: Evil people. But they're going to continue to be evil as long as, you know, and I think a lot of people are on these these SSRIs. And, you know, that, that's that got a lot to do with it. But
1: What are SSRIs? It's
0: antidepressants, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you're taking kids that, you know, This I think this is kind of the long-term effect of what we're doing to boys now. You know, boys can't be boys anymore. We're putting participation trophies on everything. I, I recently saw that KD, Texas is eliminating the D grade. No more Ds in school because it puts uh, uh, undue stress and competition for grades.
1: So what do you get if you get a D then now? I, just a C minus? I, I don't
0: even know if you get anything
1: at Katie, Texas. I, I, I do not understand what the goal is of the left. Most of these are left policies. But, but, but back to the psycho drugs they give these people. When I was a kid, every class had a tard in it. You did. You had a kid that was slow. I mean big time slow. He knew he was slow. We knew he was slow. His parents knew he was slow. And that was just the way it was. But dumb Earl, that was in the back of the class, was dumb Earl. Nobody tried to make him anything different. Well, now they try to pump him full all this fucking medicines and shit.
0: Well, and that's SRI is not for no, but they but somebody that's handicapped. Every,
1: but every kid that's in there, they got an excuse for. Some people are just fucking stupid. Do you not agree on that?
0: Yeah, but you're putting together two issues. This kid.
1: Don't I, know I, I don't know nothing about him. I'm just talking about back when I was a kid, every class had a kid that was slow. sometimes they had two slow ones mm-hmm. but but they just didn't function like the rest of everybody else did. Well, nowadays everybody's equal. so they try to teach to their level to keep them equal with everybody else instead of teaching the kids. right uh, we just we have we went from being the greatest nation on the earth, which we still are the greatest nation, but we have dummied it up to try to appease the dumb kids. The slow kids. But what do you do with those kids? You teach them a skill. Just because ten
0: percent of the population cannot get into the army, based on IQ alone, ten percent. What do you do with that ten
1: percent? That the army, and I did not realize this until Payne joined the services. But, but joining the military, it's easier to get into college than just join the military. You can't have diabetes, you can't have flat feet, you can't have bad eyes, you can't have this, you can't have that. Now, they have classes for really things for really smart people to do, and they got stuff for really dumb people to do. That I know. But there's a lot of parameters. You can be a real smart person and not be able to get in the army over that shit. You can get into college. If somebody wants to pay your real way, there's a college to go to. But there's skills that dumb people can learn to do. Like what? Um well, you can teach them to be an apprentice on a lot of construction sites. There's guys that aren't real smart that are damn good hands. Usually, someone that's not real book smart, there's something they're good at,
0: but and then they go you know then they go to the government and then they get everything paid for because they've got this disability and
1: that's the problem is we feed too many animals now, sure, and we used to not do that. That's the deal with the immigration. The migrants that come across in the eighteen hundreds and the nineteen hundreds they come over here to go to work. They didn't come over here for a handout. Right. There was no handouts. So quit saying this country was built on immigrants. It was. But the immigrants that it was built on were coming over here to work. And I'm not and saying... leave
0: that, behind the bullshit that they yes, left. Yes.
1: I'm not saying the immigrants that aren't coming here now, not all of them want to work, because there's a lot of good workers that do want to come here to work. But the immigrants from the 1850s to 1950s are not the immigrants today of 2019. No. I mean, they came over here to work. They didn't want to. They didn't come over here to fly their country's flag and to be be their country. They came to be part of America. Mm-hmm. You know, just like my dad said, my grandfather would not speak Italian because his 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 mom and them would not speak Italian because they came to America. And you need to learn to speak English. And there's nothing wrong with speaking your your country's language and and remembering all that you come from.
0: You know, and and I think. Parents do a bad job of making excuses for their kids nowadays. Um, that that's got a big thing to do with kind of what we're seeing as a society. Well, you know, I understand he does this because of this or whatever the case might be. But you know, we got to start holding our kids accountable. And Reese's, I think Reese's generation is probably going to catch the backlash of it because, um, you know, I see. I'm going to be harder on Reese because most parents are easier on their kids. You know, we've got, uh, we've got a dad, a, f- a family in town. His kids are running five miles a day. I mean, he's making fucking soldiers out of them. And I'm not saying, you know, good or bad. That's what he's doing. He's, he's, they're going to be kids that are mentally and physically ready for whatever comes their way. And that's another thing that I don't think enough kids get is. Uh, I don't think they get enough outside time. They definitely don't get enough exercise. Everybody, every kid is fucking fat now. Um, there's a joke now, go to Disney World and see how many people are, are on those little scooter things. It's everywhere. Kids are fat. That's another thing. And SSRI, it, it, uh, it's got serotonin in it. Well, you know how you increase serotonin naturally? You move your fat ass. And you'll get serotonin pumping through you, pumping into your little brain. And you don't have to get on those antidepressants. But everybody's on an antidepressant now. Everybody's just all fucked up because they sit at home, they play these video games, they're a badass online, and they're not in real life, and they can't bridge the two gaps. So this is what happens. You start seeing more and more of these shootings because the fucking losers that don't want to move.
1: So now you're blaming this on fat people?
0: I'm blaming this on not moving. People don't move anymore. They sit at home. They're kings online, they play on their phones, they play online, they shoot people online, they talk shit to people online. And then when it comes time to be a man in real life, they pull out.
1: Now, I'm taking some what? of this kind of personal here now, Andy. Why? Well, I don't play online. I talk a lot of shit online.
0: But you would say that's somebody's face. These, okay. these <laughs> the, the These mass shooters, they get confronted with reality that they are not the person that they claim to be.
1: No, I'm just kidding with you. I know, you're right.
0: And then they, just like the Columbine kids, you know, they were they were picked on and marginalized, and then, you that know. That was before
1: gaming was real big, though.
0: Right, but it, it's all, it all stems from the same mindset.
1: If you go in your room and your kid's painting his fingernails black and he's wearing all black shit and he's got death shit all over your room and you don't leave the room My ever. want to look at him. You've got a fucking potential problem right there.
0: You know, and, and I think if more parents would, would put their kids into something that's larger than themselves, you know, whatever you think of sports, good or bad or indifferent, you're putting, you're putting something above yourself. You're putting the good of the team above yourself. You know, if you get into uh, martial arts of some sort, you're learning a discipline. You're learning something that, that, you know, helps get you out of your room. A lot of these kids don't have friends. Go to, Put them in jiu-jitsu if, you, if, if they're a loner. N- number one, if they're getting bullied at school and they learn jiu-jitsu, they can kick the bully's ass. Number two... They don't have any friends at school. Well, by osmosis, being in, in, in jujitsu or anything, baseball. Put them in baseball. You're going to get friends naturally. You're going to get out of your room.
1: Teach You're, them to play fucking golf or tennis. Something athletic. Just get them out there. Get
0: them around people.
1: Yeah. And mean.
0: that's another thing. You know, it gets them competitive. It 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 lets them. You know, all these people that want to say that give these participation trophies are fucking losers that didn't want to do anything. that didn't want to participate in anything. When you work hard towards something, and then you see that they're giving everybody a trophy, you're like, fuck that. He didn't work as hard as I did. He doesn't deserve that trophy. I deserve that trophy. So you'll break that mindset by putting them in something that's larger than themselves. I, Baseball, tennis,
1: golf, look, whatever. It, I'm hunting. F- Put them in hunting. I, I'm 51 years old, and so I've been through two generations of, of sports. I went through my generation growing up playing kids sports and the generation I taught of you boys playing co- coached you guys. And I don't remember me being any different the way I coached y'all as the way I was coached as a kid. The only difference is I didn't have a beer in my back pocket and wasn't smoking Marlboro Reds mm-hmm. while I was coaching. But if I look back at some old little league pictures I have, my coaches are smoking and shit. And that was, that was the norm. But I cussed around you kids growing up, and every kid that played ball for me in sports will know I cussed. Mm-hmm. And my dad and them and all my coaches cussed. I'm sure there's some that probably didn't, but but if a parent, if a coach cussed at a kid when I was growing up in the '70s, the parents didn't go raising hell and having a big community meeting over the deal. They didn't think nothing of it. I mean, right. just. But nowadays, if you have a coach, a high school coach, yeah, if he cussed at the kid, people, you, that's not the way you talk to kids no more. The kids haven't changed. The parenting has. Right. A kid's still a fucking kid. Kid still
0: needs direction. Kids still need to be, you know, uh, the the what's the saying? Um, oh shit! Coach Mack used it all the time. Joe Gatsy, too.
1: You 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 know basically you a bit more just, be at well, the dinner table. No, just
0: no, just be hard on them. But then you know, tell them what they need to hear, and then give them a hug afterwards, and let them know
1: everything's gonna be all right. Yeah, a kid loves. A kid wants to be loved. You, you get a kid in your heart on a kid, but if you hug him when he does good and you tell him he does good, you can be, you can be a bad cop and a good cop both. I mean, just because you jump on someone and you scream doesn't mean you hate them. You're just trying to correct them. That's your way of doing it.
0: But it's, you know, and people that say that they don't understand, you know, how these things happen, it's just people that don't have never contributed to society and they realize that they've never contributed to society. It's, you know, so, a lot of these shooters, this is the only way they're going to make a name for themselves. it's the only way
1: what a horrible way to go through life
0: but i mean they have nothing else they've never been taught anything else a lot of these people you know they just they've been beat down they never learned how to stand up for themselves they never learned how to take any responsibility for themselves because you know it's just the way that the world is right now and it's sad to say we we used to have kids work for us all the time high
1: school kids Oh, I had a couple every year. You don't see that anymore. It's like I couldn't find one if I wanted to hire one, or a girl. We used to have a girl work in the kitchen, at least or two, and we had a kid, or one or two boys outside that would work, and they now, worked. Now, no, no, back then, no, 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 I, no, no, no. I'm saying now,
0: we don't have the kid population like we used to years ago. Maybe that's part of it.
1: I don't know. Yeah, but your kids won't want to work. Their parents no. want right. to would want to be out here and go over everything and take up for them and stuff right. like. When we had kids and Tony would be in charge of the kids outside and Tony would tell them to do work, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, build this fence here, dig these holes, do whatever the hell it was, pick this shit up and they would do it. Mm -hmm. And the quality of kids, when we first got into business, when you were a little kid, those kids were workers. Yeah. Should they do anything you tell them to do? And they'd show up to work and they wanted to work. And not only would I have them, I would have five or six other kids that were friends of them. They would ask me, Hey, uh, so-and-so wants to know if you need any more help or something. I had kids wanting to work. Yeah. Nowadays, I hadn't had a kid ask me for a job in it forever. Yeah. Ed has unemployed the high school kids around here. <laughs>
0: but Ed does two times or three times more than what they'll do. But it's just, you know, kids Kids don't want to work today. Parents don't make them work today. So now they get out into the real world. They get out into college. They're juggling college. They're juggling work if they have to. Load becomes unbearable. They go to a doctor, they get clinically depressed, they start taking this shit, they quit moving their ass, they play online, they play on their phone, they, they do everything but the right shit. They do everything but what made this country great so many years ago. Hard work. Kick the kicking the ass every once in a while. It sucks, but it's part of growing up. And I think as long as we continue to make life easier on our kids and shuck them of responsibility, you're going to continue to see this stuff.
1: I, it's scary to me what my grandkids are going to have to deal with when they get to be 20 years old and 25, what kind of country we're going to live in. Well, I I'm,
0: can tell you that in another two years, Reese's ass is going to jiu-jitsu. Reese is going to stay active. Reese is going to know how to operate a gun. Well, no, no, I'm not talking about that
1: part. I'm not worried about you and Reese. I'm no, talking no, 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 I'm worried about The Reese. world that Reese is going to live in. Sure, and he's going to learn how to defend himself. Because we're going to live in a world where... Shit, who knows? You, you might get. They might outlaw jujitsu the way the left is. Who knows? They do everything else. I mean, anything that creates any kind of diversion or anything you do to make you different than someone else, unless it's sewing tits on and you got a dick, they don't. They're against the shit.
0: I just, it's sickening. It's heartbreaking for the families, but until we get things fixed at home, and until parents start cracking the whip on their kids at home and make these kids productive members of society. It's only going to get worse. And until these people find a purpose, that's the main thing. You know, they've got no responsibility in life.
1: I bet if you did a statistic on kids that played competitive summer league baseball.
0: Not a whole lot of mass shooters coming out of that. There's not.
1: Now, they've got the psycho fucking mom and dad up there that think they're raising the next fucking uh, – I don't know who the big fucking baseball player, Mike Trout. Aaron Judge. Yeah, that that kid's not – that kid's not probably their son, but they think they are. But those kids are having to be competitive. They've got 12 kids on a nine man team or 10 or 11, right. and somebody has to set the bench sometimes, and somebody gets their ass chewed out when they fuck up. When they fuck up, they go up, and another kid goes in. But those kids are learning what life's about. Sure. They're learning to compete, they're learning to work it. And I'm betting you those kids right there are not doing, like you said, the, the chances of them being comp- the shooters and all that shit, that's not happening because they're learning ups and downs of life
0: and they just understand that that things are are tough Thing you got to work for things that you want in this life
1: now if you take the statistics on a t-ball team where every kid has to play and do shit it's gonna be a whole lot different
0: you know and i'm not saying that you know i i hope reese is a good athlete but if he's not he's not he's still gonna work hard
1: there's a little more to life than just being an athlete.
0: he's still gonna you know he's still gonna be a part of something he's still gonna be a part of that team i yeah. mean uh, it just you know it sucks Maybe you maybe you're not gifted. Maybe you do have to work ten times harder than that guy.
1: The hard the hardest thing as a parent is when your kids face adversity, and you know inside that you 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 could fix something, but you don't want to. They got to fix it themselves, right. and having to make them do that is yeah. the hardest thing to do because it kills you on the inside because you want to make your kids happy, right? But you know that that's things that they have to do. But you know what? It never killed a kid because I remember when I was a kid and I had adversity, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting nobody to bail me out.
0: You know, uh, Dr. Pe- going back to Dr. Peterson, he, he was a clinical psychologist for a long time. And, you know, he said, I never had a client come in and say, my parents made me too independent. Not one time. Never had a client come in and say, oh, my parents gave me too much responsibility. They made me too independent. They made me, you know, do these things. Not one. A lot of them came in and said my parents fought every battle for me, and now I don't know how to stand up for myself. A lot of them said, you know, anything I ever wanted was handed to me, and now I don't know how to get it for myself. So teach your kids a little bit of responsibility. Take them outdoors. You want you want a swift kick in the nuts? You want to teach your kids uh, uh, some heartbreaking lessons? Turn them into a goose hunter. Work your ass off, set out a decoy spread, kill five birds. Kill two birds. Don't kill any birds
1: if you're 30 years old and you're lost, you don't know have to come to do this. Take your family on a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of shit going to go down on a long road trip. Take them on a 2,000-mile road trip as a family. You'll you'll see where you stand real fast. Okay. Another, another thing that I think would help kids a lot, if kids would get involved with ag at school. Now, don't do it where dad has to do all the fucking work.
0: <laughs> yeah, that didn't teach them anything.
1: Buy them a pig, a goat, a chickens, whatever it is, and make them feed that animal every day. Yeah, Make them... Do what they need Responsible. to do. Clean up after it. Take that ki- that pig or whatever it is to a show. And when the show's over, they're going to get paid a little bit of money. If they make the show, they can make a whole lot of money. And then they're going to see their pig walk down the aisle and get on a truck to be slaughtered. Mm-hmm. But it's life. And that's what life's about. And that's what kids do. And I'm going to bet you there ain't very many fucking vegans whose parents made them become ag. Teacher no. ag. But it's really good for kids. And it teaches you something. And... I think, I think I think if you look at kids that hunt, kids that are in ag are going to be a lot less kids that are in, less in trouble as opposed to what we're facing with in public, just in general public. Well, they have
0: an appreciation. Anybody that can conduct a mass shooting has no appreciation for anything. No. Has no regard for human life, no appreciation for human life. And you learn these things through sports, through hunting, through being outside of your four walls of your room. Get out. Stuff get the blood moving in your body. That's you know, it, it's scary. The scary thing to me is thinking what human beings are going to look like in another thousand years, another hundred years, compared to what humans look like a hundred years ago to what we look like to look like now. I mean, we're gonna have thumbs that can crush coconuts by the way that we text on phones and everything. It's gonna be something
1: to see. I use my thumbs today to pick up fucking 500 shotgun holes that someone did pick up. Really, yeah.
0: Pick up your shit. We went over this.
1: I was not real happy when it was fucking 100 degrees and me and Ed had glad trash bags. We filled a glad trash bag up with h- holes mm. and a sticker patch. God. I was not happy. But I didn't want to get my ass chewed out by a no. farmer f- because no. of it. And I couldn't make the people go back and do it. They were gone. But this I goes was...
0: back to that appreciation thing, taking care of the little things.
1: And it's funny because the field where it set, the guys on one side of the field... Everything was cleaner it than yeah. it probably was when they went in there. Right. The other side had two spots that had five hundred fucking shotgun holes on it. But the side That's across tough. the way was perfect. Yeah. And if you'd have drove in from the other side, you'd have thought, oh hell, they picked everything up. Right. But this one was right by the road and we But yeah, me and Ed spent thirty minutes this morning picking up shotgun holes.
0: Because you appreciate it. You you're taking responsibility for uh, everybody, for the collective group.
1: Yep. And I don't like ash Jones Right. And but and, you
0: know ass chewings can happen.
1: Oh, I've, I and the guy who who has this place chewed on us about 12 years ago, and it wasn't even us. Really? We had a place that we could hunt, and other people hunted it. And we hunted it one time, and we picked everything up. And some other guys went in there about two, three weeks later, and they trashed us some bitch, and he started getting on to me. And I'm like, listen, we picked up our stuff, but I'll make sure it's clean. And we went out there and cleaned everything up again.
0: Did uh, this guy remind you of that whenever you contacted him to hunt it again? No,
1: no, no. We've hunted on him hundred times since then we've oh, never okay. had an issue. But I saw it and I picked it up and, I, and 99% of our people are good about that. Yeah. But these one guys made a big fucking mess. Good thing you found it before the hump farmer did. I'm not so sure he hasn't seen it by now. Really? He would, hadn't said nothing yet but no I went by and picked everything up. Good. Me and Ed come back here and got Ed and we went up there and took trash back. Gotta be an invention to pick up fucking holes though. Yeah there is. What is it? A stick. What kind of stick?
0: There's a magnet stick you just wave it They're around. They're brass. And... They're not they won't pick up. Yeah, well, that brass will stick to the. There's an invention, trust me. It's called the boom stick or something. I don't know the name of it, but yeah, everybody uses it.
1: Well, I would endorse them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah,
0: you just wave it around. Like if it's in tall grass or something, you just wave it around and. If I just had the old, to it.
1: The old litter, bo- litter stick where you slam down, yeah. you at least picked them up.
0: And then I think you just shuck it off into a trash bag. Simple,
1: simple. Well, that would have been nice to have one of them today. Uh, I had a guy message me today and wanted to know why we don't use the finisher. He goes, Well, what do you use? I said, Our hands. I had hands. a guy message me that too. I said, Our Might hands. Might be the same
0: guy. What's his name? Let me look. That's what I told him too. I said, I'm old school. I'll just ring their neck. That's
1: what I said to him. I said, We use our hands and ring a neck. Uh,
0: We won't say his name on air. I'll show it to you. No, nope, not that one. This guy? Yeah, same guy. Same guy.
1: Yep. i would be damned. Yes, I said, he, he said, hey, sir, I heard on the podcast that you and Andy aren't a fan of the fishner, Finisher. Do you guys use anything to kill cripples? I said, yes, our hands. Ring the neck. It's quicker and works perfect.
0: I said, no, we are not fans of the Finisher. We are old school and just ring that neck.
1: At first, I thought he was probably somebody that worked for them.
0: I did, too. I checked, <laughs> I checked his profile.
1: I thought, yep. like, well, I'm about to get an ass <laughs> chewing.
0: But I'm going to stand by what I said, you know. You you're not gonna you're not gonna sway me on this.
1: <laughs> no, I just want to use your hands. <laughs> like
0: you're you're going to hear what I have to say if you work for the finisher and you contact me. So, anyway, get your kids out hunting. It teaches them appreciation, teaches them that life's not fair. Teaches them that you can work very very hard and still not have too much to show for it. it teaches them everything that they need
1: to know. Gonna have a guy on next week that's a falcon hunter. Hunts with a falcon. I think that ought to be pretty damn interesting. Falconer. A falconer. Falconry. Uh, I did have context with a, a con. Uh, I talked to a guy that, that's that got videotape of Bigfoot now. Oh. And I'm going to talk to him first and see what our situation's like before we get him on the show with us. Make sure he's not sleeping with his cousin. Mm. So you, you you wouldn't be interested in another guy like that? He needs a, an extreme betting process <laughs> before we get him on.
0: Ask him about green apples first.
1: Uh, somebody sent a picture there to uh, – Coyotes or wolves? It coyotes or wolves were eating green apples. So,
0: I think it was in the podcast group. Have you got your lineup set for this weekend on FanDuel?
1: Yep. I got two of them. I got two teams. I had to have one in each league to start both leagues. So I've got one in each league.
0: We got to give back a guy his money. He's from Arizona, Johnny Manuel Manny.
1: The anti-California guy.
0: Yeah. Lives in the great state of Arizona. Arizona does not allow... Fan duel? Fan duel. I why. Gambling. He can play. He just can't play for money. Huh? He can play.
1: Well, he could enter the deal then. No, you got to bet a dollar a week. Huh. I guess not. Well, Johnny, I'll be sending you your $20 back. Yep. Or if you want me to send you a hat, let me know. Whatever you want to do, we'll do.
0: This was his first uh, adventure with fantasy football and. the state of Arizona dashed his dreams
1: let's talk fantasy football we had our big draft that we'll talk about all year long and Andy of course picked his guy Aaron Rodgers which we all knew he would do
0: now to be fair to be fair I was not going to pick him where I did until the quarterback ran Till the quarterback run quarterback run happened right ahead of me
1: and I was real surprised by that
0: and I had Jerry Copeland who's been on the podcast before picking right after me and I knew he was going to fuck me (laughs) knew he was going to fuck me so I went ahead and reached out, took Aaron Rodgers.
1: And then he still fucked you.
0: And then he still fucked me. Uh, I had a plan all along. We're in a 14-team, two-quarterback league, super flex league. Not, you don't have to start two quarterbacks, but it's highly recommended. Uh, Blake is one of the teams that does not have two quarterbacks. Well, he does. One's just sitting on the bench. But anyway, we'll get to Blake in a minute. <laughs> um, so I had a plan all along. I was going to take a quarterback, possibly two quarterbacks, if Mahomes was still there which Mahomes went five overall, so that was way out of the cards. But I was going to take a quarterback and Travis Kelsey. That was my plan all along.
1: And you picked 13th.
0: I picked 13 out of 14. Only one person in the whole league can fuck me on my plan. I. It's a I, snake
1: draft, so Andy picks 13, and then the 14th gets to pick two, and then Andy picks again.
0: Right. So I was going to take a quarterback and then Kelsey. Had it all planned out. Quarterback comes, boom, take Rodgers. All I gotta do is wait for Kelsey to come back around. Nobody's gonna take Kelsey. Jerry's not gonna take Kelsey, not gonna happen. What does Jerry do with his 15th pick? Takes Kelsey.
1: Right ahead of me. I think Kelsey would have fallen way down, too. I don't think nobody in 10 spots would have taken the tight end. So
0: my plan that I've had since June, July, gone out the
1: window. The look on your face. Disgust. <laughs>
0: It was absolutely Disgust. priceless. Because you've gone all along. Oh, nobody's going to take I wouldn't figure nobody nobody's would. Nobody's going to take Kelsey in the
1: second round. And I'm looking on the computer queue, and it shows. And, and Kelsey's the top one available. He's the best available player. He was on the top, and I thought, there's no way. And Jerry was taking forever. And when Jerry hit that button, I heard his computer go, and then I saw that son of a bitch flip off. I was like, what the hell? Hmm. Hold on for a second. Pause this. Hello? Hello. A lot of birds there. Well, I told you he was. Let me, let me call you right back. We're doing a podcast. Bye. Who was that? Justin Hill. Oh. He confirmed what I had told him earlier. Oh. That there's certain customers are assholes.
0: Huh. But couldn't believe it. So that sent me into a tailspin on what to do next. So what do I do next? I take fucking Devonte Adams.
1: So you went Packer, Packer. Couldn't believe it. You're as bad as Harry is with the Cowboys. I. You got two studs though. We'll see what happens.
0: I, I, I'm not too.
1: I don't think anybody in our draft was happy with who they got.
0: Uh, I'm definitely not. Now, but I embrace I I embrace the zero RB mindset. Who were your running backs? Marlon Mack and Miles Sanders. Marlon Mack is is a damn good running back. Uh, Justice Hill. Hopefully he picks it up in baltimore but we'll see
1: i think you got a good team
0: i've got a i've got a couple more backs i don't those are just the three i know off the top of my head
1: well marlon max is starter every week he's a must start this week is he mm-hmm. i hadn't seen the start of him That sanders guy if melvin gordon don't get traded to the eagles it's gonna be a hell of a player if melvin gordon gets traded to the eagles that'll fuck that up yeah that then let's talk about the old blake popster yep so we're sitting there in the first round and it
0: makes its way to blake
1: or crickets waiting
0: and we can see who's joined. Blake Poppy has not joined our draft room. Text Blake. You text Blake. Tony texts Blake. Zach text Blake. I call Blake straight to voicemail. I call. I texted his mom. Nothing from Blake. Al, Alex, Blake's brother, had been Snapchatting earlier that day, so I sent. We've got a little Snapchat group. I say, Hey, Alex, where's Blake at? Sleeping.
2: But at the, before like,
0: this happened, we're thinking. Well, he's about to. Uh, he's about to get the Cowboys' defense. So, he just, uh, he said, I said, well, go wake his ass up. You know, we're in the middle of our draft. We're starting our draft. We need him.
1: To nine. One through four, nobody in.
0: So, I tell Alex, go wake his ass up. Alex says, I can't. I'm dove hunting right now. So, I'm like, fuck. So, we give him five minutes. Everybody's calling, texting him, leaving him voicemails. He's on the clock. Five minutes. Finally, five minutes rolls around. No Blake. So, we just picked... Best available player on the list. When did he finally join the draft? Round six? Uh, no, I don't
1: think it was even that late. I think round four maybe. He'd already had Lamar Jackson. He
0: had Lamar Jackson. <laughs> He's got – We're like I said, we're in that super flex league. So you can start two quarterbacks. You should start two quarterbacks. Quarterbacks score the most points. He's got Lamar Jackson and Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is not starting yet.
1: the The funny thing is Blake calls me. And I'm like, oh hell, it's Blake. I was worried Blake was in jail or had an accident or something because I couldn't get off his mom, his brother, and Blake always has his phone on. So I was kind of starting to get kind of concerned. And then when he calls, I say, oh, it's Blake. Hello. Oh, Goddamn. Well, well kind of starts making a few. Thanks a lot for letting me know. Thanks for the, reminding me. Are you I, not an adult, Blake? Yeah. Well, we had had a, two days ago. I sent out a meeting reminding everybody, and the first thing Blake was the first one to respond. I'm. I'll be there. Okay. And I said, "You told me he's gonna be there." I said, "Your brother said you're fucking sleeping." I wasn't sleeping. I was working on my combine. Then his mom messages me like five minutes later. Oh, Blake's working on his combine. Blake called his mom and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. tell them I'm working on my combine." Yeah. I twenty dollars says Blake was sleeping. Or he
0: yelled at her from from the other room. <laughs> mom, meatloaf. <laughs> tell him I'm tell him I'm working on the combine. <laughs> but bring the meatloaf now. Yeah.
1: Jeff, my mom really wants me to live with her for a couple of years, <laughs> <laughs> but. Couldn't and then so
0: I get a I wake I wake up this morning got a message from Blake. He he messaged me late last night, said uh, it's a screenshot of it. He's got another team on ESPN. Sends me a picture of that. Says, well, this is my second draft to miss in two days. So he missed another draft last night.
1: That boy, never ever is late for work though. I'll give him that. Well, no,
0: because he's got Zach sleeping in the room with him.
1: Well, that helps. But he's an aggressive sleeper.
0: It's funny, too, because I was telling Jesse the story and told her about Blake calling us. Thanks for fucking reminding me. Jesse has no sympathy. She, she's she got no sympathy towards that shit. This is her response. Blake, not an adult? Blake doesn't know what time he's got to be somewhere? Like, oh, fuck. I figured she'd laugh or something, kind of like, oh, Blake. Yeah, that's funny. Straight face. Blake, not an adult? Like, Ooh. A little harsh, Jesse. A little harsh.
1: Yeah, I'm, I can't defend her none on this. I'm just, I mean, it's kind of harsh, but she's right, though. But I
0: was expecting her to laugh.
1: Uh, it is funny. Have a
0: laugh out of it, not her. Blake, non adult, cut me to my bone.
1: It's Send to chill down my spine a little bit. Ooh. Who are you, lady? I don't, but I do. I don't ever worry about him during hunting season getting up. Even when Zach's not there, if it's just me and Blake in Oklahoma, I don't have to set my alarm to make sure he's up or nothing. He he gets up. I hate his fucking alarm. It's the most annoying fucking alarm in the world. I don't
0: think Blake, other than fantasy football drafts, I don't think Blake has ever said he was going to be somewhere and you had to go looking for him. No.
1: That's why I was worried because he's always right where he says he's going to be. You know, in the morning, it's funny. Him and Zach have this awkward conversation. Their room is next to mine in Oklahoma, and it's – the alarms log go off, and then they talk like a married couple. <laughs> Would you sleep good last night? That's pretty good sleep, you know. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I sleep downstairs, and I'm happy to be there. Yeah, I could see why.
0: <laughs> so Blake, but Blake, it's funny. Blake got the best draft in the in in our in our league, but you know, I, I got an A plus. I posted it in our Facebook group. Those those grades are bullshit. You know
1: what Michelle told me finally? What? She goes, I see now why y'all always go for Andy. to go, Y'all always go against Andy. I said, yeah, It's, it's she easy. She that. did say that finally. No, she I, said, no. I understand now why y'all all cheer against Andy. I My said, mother yeah. would not say yes, that. Yes, your mother did say that. You know, your mom's one of them moms, though, that's a problem in this world. Sure. She sees it's nothing. Always somebody wrong, else's it, fault. Always. Never you boys' fault on anything ever. You know, I've always kidded her. Y'all could go into Allsops and shoot up 37 people. And she goes, Well, they just wanted a burrito, you know? Right. Yeah, no, that's she, the kind
0: of mom that, that breeds a uh, mass murderer. Yes, right there.
1: Um, but
0: Blake, you know, those draft grades, it's all about if you picked according to their
1: projections, is
0: all that it is. Did you not reach? Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, Blake got a good
1: draft grade. I'll read you Blake's team. The funniest part, though, is when Blake called and said, Lamar Jackson, thanks a fucking lot. <laughs> He was the best available. I don't know what you want.
0: And we're gonna have Blake is gonna be our second guest for the pick'em. So we'll have Blake on next week to to do the week two pick 'em with us and he can explain all this. So yeah, Blake's team, Lamar Jackson, Carryon Johnson, Devontae Freeman, Julio Jones, Cooper Cup, Zach Ertz, Derrick Henry as his flex. Ooh. And then he's got a kicker and a defense.
1: Everybody else has got a second quarterback. He's got Derrick Henry. He's got
0: Dwayne Haskins, who is just waiting. Waiting in the wings, and I don't know how good he's gonna be even when he gets to play. I don't
1: think he's he needs a year sitting around watching. I think Daniel Jones is the better pick. I think the Giants made the right move.
0: He does have Frank Gore on his bench though.
1: Yeah, but that's another that's another running back by committee thing. Oh no. I, and I, I did see where they said to set the kid at Kansas City this week.
0: Deshaun Jackson's on his bench, TJ Hawkinson, Hamilton, who I don't know.
1: Oof, he's 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 struggling. But, you know, last year he Shawn was 0-6 at the first, made two pickups, and he was right in the middle of it. Yeah. We're on a big tear. Well, he
0: also got James Conner with his first Right. There's first a James
1: Conner out there this year that we've yeah, missed. Yeah, but
0: it's not as obvious as James Conner no. was last year. James Conner was an obvious, hey, if you didn't draft this kid, you better go get him because Le'Veon's probably going to sit out. It's not as obvious this year.
1: Okay, we got a couple of big college games this week. I wanted to pick them real quick because we, we, we have our NFL pick them. LSU in Texas. LSU. I'm going to take LSU also. And I – I hope Texas wins, but I just do not have faith in Texas in the last 10 years of all the shit we fuck up. Uh, there's another big game this weekend. Um, God damn, oh, uh, Clemson and Texas A&M. Clemson. Oh, I think it's Clemson by a bunch, too. So, anyways, that's the only two big games. Nebraska's going to try to go 2-0. and They looked horrible against South Alabama. Horrible. 66 yards offense in the second half with that Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback.
0: You know, Texas Tech and and Alabama have the same record right now.
1: That's all they have in common. So what what, what do you think Tech's going to end up the year with? What's your record now? How many wins do you think? How
0: many weeks do they play?
1: I think, th- I think they play 12 or 13. How many games do you think they win?
0: They'll be bowl eligible.
1: I think they'll go seven and six or eight and five.
0: I was going to say eight and five. Doesn't
1: I, eight wins go get you to a bowl? Six wins get you to a bowl. They'll be, That's they'll how many be bowls bowl. there are. And yeah. there'll be people playing in bowls with five wins. They're, 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 there's yeah. too many bowls now for teams. I think Tech will do okay. Uh, that guy's a good coach. They run a really fast offense. I think the same thing's going to be. They're just going to get out-athleted by playing teams. Yeah, Their quarterback's good. Um, does OU have another Heisman Trophy winner? Are they going to be three for three? Is it the system?
0: the system.
1: Well, Baker Mayfield is, is damn sure a professional quarterback. He is talented as a quarterback. Kyler Murray, I don't know about. And, I, and I'll give we'll you a reference. You don't remember this because you don't even know if you were are off the titty yet, but David Klingler and Andre Ware and Andre Ware won the, won the Heisman, played at Houston, and they had a run and shoot offense. And they scored 100 points in the game, but they, ran, they, they threw the ball every play. That's all they did. Mm-hmm. And both quarterbacks, one quarterback won the Heisman. Both of them were top three picks in the NFL draft, and both of them were washouts in the pros. It was a system. It wasn't them. Right. I think that OU's quarterbacks are ta- more talented than the kids at Houston are, and I think that Baker Mayfield will have a long NFL career. I think he, he's a winner. Kyler Murray I don't know about. He's a winner, but I don't know if he can succeed at this. And now Jalen Hurts is 6'3", 200 pounds, and – he probably is, He's going to get a shot to play pro football for sure. If he keeps this up, he might be a top ten pick also. What, he throw six touchdowns last week? Or something, isn't better numbers than Mayfield or Kyler Murray ever did in the first game for sure.
0: I think the jury's still out on Baker Mayfield.
1: We yeah. will see this year. You think so? I think so. I think he's already I, accepted I, he'll be around for a while.
0: I think people want to think that. I think the NFL is losing superstars, especially with Andrew Luck.
1: Other quarterbacks.
0: You know, what's going to happen? In a, do you think Darnold is is the face of the NFL in five years?
1: I don't know, and that's what killed them losing luck because Breeze, Roethlisberger, Rivers, Brady. Rodgers. Rodgers. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Phillip. Okay, there's, there's five or six guys that are already over that plateau of sure. 30 years old. Yeah. So that's the face that we're fixing to lose. We're going to be left with Russell Wilson, who's a very good quarterback. And even
0: he's kind of at the –
1: He's gonna start going towards the downhill. Cam Newton is I think could retire next year. His one more injury and he's gonna be done just about. So you're looking at Kirk Cousins who hasn't done shit.
0: And and he doesn't have the the flashy personality to be an NFL superstar.
1: No. I mean we are we are facing the you NFL know, NFL's facing the dilemma. Patrick Mahomes is their, is their face right now. He's
0: gonna he's gonna be He's going to make more money than anybody has in the NFL Patrick, if he stays healthy.
1: If you need if you need a new manager, a fat guy in Knox City, would love to take on that job. But, I'll I mean, you know,
0: even Brady, like Brady's kind of got this shitty attitude that gets him in the headlines. Kirk Cousins is this nice guy. You know, he doesn't ruffle any feathers. He doesn't swear. He drives a minivan. You know, all these guys that are superstars kind of
1: have an edge about them. Kirk Cousins does not. Same with Dak. Dak's the Cowboys' quarterback, so he's a nice guy. A lot of nice guy, not a bad person at all. Doesn't, seems like a real nice guy, but he's not. He 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 don't scream winner. You know, and what? all he's done is win. Right, but he just don't. something about him just is not appealing to America. I don't think on the other end of it.
0: Aaron Rodgers seemed like a dickhead.
1: He, I don't think Ben seems Roethlisberger is. I think he is a douchebag ben I think both of them are Ben Roethlisberger
0: like a dickhead Tom Brady seemed like He's got a little shithead I think in his everybody's just jealous of Tom Phillip Rivers is a dickhead Is a shitty He's a I competitive mean, he, motherfucker but, you know, you start looking at Dak, you start looking at uh, Cousins, Garoppolo kind of has this pretty boy mentality.
1: Mitch Trubisky, maybe. he Maybe he pops through and comes just, through.
0: You just, you got to kind of have a little edge. You got to kind of have a little swagger, a little chip on your shoulder. Baker Mayfield has that. And I think that's why so many people are, are just assuming that he's going to be the next superstar in the NFL.
1: So you, you don't think he's going to be Josh Rosen?
0: No, he's just a dickhead that can't even win.
1: Jameis Winston.
0: James Winston's not good enough. Nick Foles, no, Nick Foles isn't good
1: enough. I agree with you. There's no, everything you said is right. That Marcus Mariota, same he's, way. He'll be if he doesn't win this year, he's out of a job. I would say you're pretty damn close to Mahomes is the saving face for the for the NFL right now as a quarterback. I mean, you got uh, the red-headed kid from Texas at Cincinnati, Dalton. Dalton nothing. Uh, he'll Joe, also be out of a job this year if he doesn't win. Joe Flacco is going to be the um, comeback player of the year this year. Mm. Yep I drafted him And my quarterbacks Always do good So Joe Flacco Is going to be The comeback player Of the year I'm starting him Over Darnold This week too Darnold's playing Buffalo They got a damn Good defense Flacco's playing Oakland Monday night football I'm taking Fucking Flacco In Cortland Sutton They're going to Have big games
0: But I just think That you know I think the jury's Still out on Baker Mayfield We'll see this year This year will tell a lot If Baker Mayfield Comes out and lights it up and the NFL and, needs him If to he's 10-6, and six, then I'll concede that he might be the real deal.
1: Quarterback nobody talks about is Josh Allen. Yeah. And he might be the next. He's a gamer. He is. Cannon and, for an arm. And he might be the next superstar that just comes out of nowhere that becomes the rebel. Because when Brett Favre first came in, nobody was sold on Brett Favre. Right. Just a kid that could throw the – Dumber than fuck. Yeah. Didn't even know what cover two was. Nickel. But he could throw a football. You ever seen the video where Jerry Glanville, they're in Atlanta and they're in the dome and he called him Mississippi? Mm -hmm. He said, Mississippi, throw the ball in the second deck. Yeah. You know, kid had a cannon. So, all right, let's jump on a little bit of hunting for just a second. We got teal season coming up next weekend. My long-range forecast for teal season is the first weekend it's going to be pretty good. If we don't get a front, teal season is going to be about as slow as dove hunting is.
0: Here's what I've got right now. Saturday, 100 degrees. Sunday, 99 degrees. Wednesday, 92 degrees. So we're getting
1: something here. A little bit of a cold. All we need is a little for push. So we'll see. Hopefully, it's it. All right. I appreciate everybody for listening. God bless y'all. Thanks for listening to all of our rambling about. Uh, That's really basically about it. Check us out, stanfieldhunting.com. Appreciate you. God bless you, and have a great week. We'll see you again on Friday.